0: I wanted to record a little bit today, just chatting about the season and some some miscellaneous items. My next games is coming up on February fifteenth, Saturday. It's the Tundra Games, which is a GLSAA members-only games. Um, it's nice thing. One of the nice things is that it starts at noon, which means that I will not have to get up crazy ridiculously early to get down there and be there on time which is really nice and it you know it's just a backyard games which is is kind of cool not going to have to deal with the all the the other drama you know sometimes it's just nice at my opinion it's sometimes it's just nice to kind of have a thing where it's just the heavy athletics Um, and one of the, one of the reasons I'm looking forward to it is because it's, you know, that crew, that GLSAA crew, great peeps, lots of fun thrown with them, and also um, one of the things that I wanted to do this year is get a full set of marks pretty early um, in, in NASGA, just to kind of establish a baseline to go from, and I did compete in the East-West Challenge down in um, just outside of Orlando, Florida earlier this month. And we threw everything except for um, we didn't do heavy hammer and we didn't throw Braemar. So I'm missing two marks. So and and the nice thing is that, you know, obviously the weather was pretty decent. You know, it was warm um, when we threw down in Orlando. It's not going to be great. I'm anticipating, you know, it's going to be a little harder to move being a little more bundled up like I'll be um, for the February games. Um, but the nice thing is that those two events that I don't have marks in yet, they're they're not exactly static events, but there's no approach. So I'm not as worried about, you know, the footwork for those. And I'm also really excited because um, if anybody's seen, you know, videos I've been posting, you know, I... Other than the about a month that I took off when my mother in law was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and in the hospital and then in hospice and then passed away um, other than that month, like I've been training really consistently just ongoing basis, and I know a lot of people like to take an off season I guess that month could be considered my off season I guess um i didn't like I said I didn't really Other than that, though, I have been practicing very consistently um, because I really want to throw farther this year. I want to get better. I want to not feel like the weights for distance are manhandling me. I think, you know, obviously my marks, not obviously, but my marks have been decent in those events. You know, I don't think, I think, I think 74 in lightweight and like, I think my, I hit 39 in heavyweight last year. Um, like those marks are obviously nothing to scoff at, uh, but I do know, I, I believe I can throw a lot farther than those if I'm in control of the implement and just feel like I know what I'm doing. So those are the, and those are the events that I feel like technically I've, I've felt like I know the least what I'm doing. Like I have the poorest sense of like kinesthetic awareness in those two events, um, so luckily like I'm pretty athletic and pretty strong so I'm able to still manage to get a decent throw but I am super excited now that I'm starting to get the footwork a little bit better and get the timing the timing is huge um, in throwing in general but I think especially in the weight events I feel like I'm starting to get the timing a little bit better and I'm starting to feel where I am in space better and know how to correct and actually what kind of cues to use so I think a lot about, you know, the, the weights for distance remind me a lot about hammer because uh, of the wire hammer, like the Olympic hammer, because you're, in a sense, moving kind of like a, like moving in tandem with the implement or even not just hammer, but the weight, especially, you know, like hammer for for women is so light, the 4K hammer, um, but the the weight, you know, you really have to work with it like you cannot force a 20 pound weight or you know if you do the the heavyweight this the ultra weight like the 35 like you can't make it do any sudden changes like you can with some of the other implements like you have to work with it and it's a lot about momentum and trajectory and setting up a path and then kind of tweaking that path as you go and I see that being very similar with the, the weights for distance. And, you know, as I'm recording this, I'm remembering, you know, the thing I used to tell the collegiate throwers that I would coach in the hammer is like, trust the process and like your first year with it, you are, you're not going to feel, you're, you're probably not going to feel like you know what your body is doing, but, and it, it's going to be very frustrating, but like trust the process and trust you, the, the the biggest thing the thing that has the biggest impact on how far somebody throws the hammer is how many reps they get with the hammer in it for the Olympic hammer. And I feel like the same is true for the weights for distance. Like there's just this like I don't think it's the 10,000 repetitions, you know, like the that kind of thing necessarily. Maybe I haven't counted how many reps I've gotten. I don't think it's 10,000. But I see that the the number of attempts that I've had, the number of throws that I've had, I, I feel like I'm starting to reach that point where like I kind of, my body kind of knows what I'm doing. Like instead of it just feeling off, I can feel like, oh, that was a little bit late, you know, or cueing my body to like keep my shoulders back, land a little more closed and my, I'm actually able to make my body do that. So that's, that's been really exciting to have happen in practice lately. Um, so that's pretty cool um so that is something also in addition to those the you know getting some marks in braemar and hammer i'm also excited to um just kind of check in and see where i'm at with the weights for distance and um and then a couple weeks after that three weeks after that we've got the arnold um the indoor competition i'm competing in the amateur competition saturday morning um down there at the convention center in Columbus. So this will be my third Uh year competing at the Arnold. um, And I feel like every year there's been a little bit of progress. Uh, I'm hoping this year, you know, well, let me put it, let me, let me put it in these terms. So I, I mean, to be quite frank, I've struggled at the Arnold, you know, being, being more of a developmental athlete in the Highland games. um, It's, it's been hard to adapt to the heavier implements that are used like the the caber is about on the top end of the length and weight of caber that i've had in competition um and then and then the heavy sheaf also and you know leading up to the qualifier that we had indoors in dayton in october i i was not going to know i'm not going to know height in the sheaf again even with a 16 pound sheaf and so to that end I made myself a 16 pounds sheaf so that I can get practice with it because the timing I mean unless you get reps with it it's it's so hard to figure out what the timing is and when you don't have someone giving you feedback and you're in that competition setting it's just that's that's not setting yourself up for success so although we didn't use the 16 pound uh sheaf at the indoor qualifier in Dayton I did get practice with it and I would I have this little bar that I, I can set up and use. And, like, so I, I saw, you know, what kind of what I'm able to do that I actually can clear a bar and get the timing right and, like, not lose the sheaf, the heavy sheaf off the end of my fork. Um, and then the, you know, the weight for distance, I struggled, honestly, with just, like, with grip and, like, keeping it just in my hand. I And last year at the Arnold, like, I, I – I, one of my warm-up throws – I did something to my left knee, like I landed and it felt like it bent sideways a little bit. It hurt a lot, and um, and that got me. I, I hook grip all the time for heavy weight anyway, but that pain got really got in my head. That that tweaking my knee like that, and so then on my second warm up throw, I forgot to hook grip. I just completely forgot to hook grip. So of course the implement flew out of my hand early because my grip strength is not terrific. And so, and it bounced and it hit a spectator. And I, when I, I didn't know at first that it had bounced and hit someone. And then when I found out, I was absolutely mortified. So that was in my head when I was, when I was throwing. So I've just, I've struggled to get decent throws with it. So that, you know, those things on top of, um, you know, throwing, throwing indoors and struggling with the grip is just, that's been a challenge. So it was very, it was quite gratifying this year at Dayton to um, manage to get like a solid throw. Like technically it wasn't nowhere near as proficient as I'd like it to be, but I got marked throws. I didn't lose control of the weight. Um, and so I just, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. And then also, you know, we were running kind of late um, in the day by the time we got to the caber at the indoor qualifier. So the women's class, we each got only one attempt on the caber Um But, gosh darn it I was going to take advantage of the fact that there was no wind and I actually turned the caber not a great score it was like a 245 but just that mental victory of having actually picked and controlled and then turned the caber that I have not done before like that was that was huge so um I feel like I have a lot going for me going into the Arnold and you know my hope is to be competitive but and and winning, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I don't think any of a, well, I can't speak for other people, but I think there are plenty of people who, part of the reason why we compete in the Highland Games is because we're good at the Highland Games, or we believe we can be good at it and be competitive, and, you know, winning is fun, but, you know, at this point in my life, winning is not everything, you know, it's it's about, it's more about trying to be better than I was yesterday. And so, and that can mean a lot of things, you know, it just, it means putting in hard work and, and getting better and being dedicated to something. And I just, I, I really love having something like that in my life where I can quantitatively mark progress. And, you know, you obviously, you don't PR in everything, every single games, once you've been in it for a while but I really love being able to have numbers that I can say hey you know here's how I improved you know I'm putting in the work and so I know you know being able to see how I got better and you know one of my one of my former college teammates um, Sharon Dickey Thompson she was a 10k runner at Tennessee she was a very decorated cross country and track athlete she's from Michigan incidentally Um, she still runs and she competes she's I think a year or two older than me, she's got four kids and she's getting ready to compete in her, I think her third or fourth Olympic trials in the marathon. And she's a couple times she's competed in the Olympic trials in the marathon after a couple months, less than a year after giving birth. And she, like, she's an incredible inspiration. And there is a great article that was just published in her local paper I believe that um, a couple of people shared that I saw on Facebook this morning. And one of the things that it said in the article was that she's motivated to continue training and do well to demonstrate to her kids that, you know, that you can do anything to go after your dreams and, and work hard. And, you know, that that really that was really I, I think that's really profound, you know, to have. And, and I, I think that that is important that can be really important for athletes beyond just a temporary success, but looking to, you know, what is your motivation long-term? You know, what, what are you motivated by outside of yourself that keeps you going? Because if you're just motivated by the accolades and the awards, like those are, are being the best. Like every year there's a new person who's the best for the year records they're made to be broken and it's exciting to have that experience. I mean, I've been there myself where I've set, you know, an age group national record, but then it gets broken. And so your name isn't in the record book anymore. And so, you know, I think it's important for your own mental health as a person long-term beyond just being an athlete to identify the things that motivate you um, that keep you going, beyond like i said just those temporary things because those are going to be gone um but what what are you doing that that drives you what's going to keep you going when all if, if all those things are gone